It's shake and bake, and I help. I met her at the Burger King. We fell in the machine. Hey, where's the meat? We have the meat. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. This is Heartburn Honeys with Jason and Stephanie and food. You ate it, Ralph. Howdy, folks. Let's try that again. Uh, it's us, your favorite uh, dynamic duo of food. You missed a good fight earlier. <laughs> she threatened to leave me in the parking lot of the uh, CVS Giant Eagle China King 1. And then I remembered that Jason was the one who drove. <laughs> I also threatened preemptively to sell him to someone downtown tomorrow. He's crabby. Um, oh, I'm done being crabby now. I'm going to remember that tomorrow. But yeah, if you've ever wanted to see a middle-aged couple fight in a CBS, that was us. It wasn't really a fight. I, I've seen middle-aged couples in a CBS <laughs> fight. Trust me, that's not pretty. Well, I don't really fight, though, do I? No. Like, you get angry and I tell you to dial it back or we're, mm. we're done for the evening. So that's how we fight. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, we have Chinese food here. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing new. Uh, we have crab rangoons. Uh, I have sesame chicken. She has, um, what do you have? I don't even... Shezlan. Yes. Or Hunan. Something. Something yep. spicy. Why were we at the CVS Giant Eagle China King 1? It's our annual flu shot date. Yes. And this is your reminder, folks, to go get your flu shot. So it's a little early. Usually we don't go until October because March is our big flu season peak in Ohio. But uh, we also want to get our COVID boosters, and we know not to get those at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, they've got a new booster at the Target's the most, uh, what is it, most, the, the biggest variant right mm -hmm. now. Yeah, that would be the uh, Omicron uh, variants. But we also wanted to get vaccinated because I've got a friend who was recently diagnosed with cancer and is about to start chemo and radiation. She's extra vulnerable because it's in her lung. Mm. So it's respiratory. So we got to keep those lungs clear so they can, uh, they can give her all the treatment she needs. By the way, that sound in the background that you hear is not me eating soup. That is Odo drinking water. Or it's Stephanie eating soup. So, okay, Odo's done now. So, uh, so you had a, uh, you had an adult, uh, uh, what, what did you call it, an adult cuddle, cuddle party? Yes, it was an adult cuddle party last night. That sounds very dirty, but... You know how I feel about cuddle bros? Mm-hmm. I know. So we were cuddle bros. Uh, my brother and sister-in-law, Chip and Molly, made a, a nest of pillows and blankets <laughs> on their floor. And then we all piled onto that and watched an episode of a reality TV show called F-Boy Island. It is awful. <laughs> and, 
we had presents and because our friend was going for surgery today so we wanted to give her a fun night something fun to think about instead of dwelling on feeling scared and we had uh taco bowls molly made taco bowl ingredients mm. from scratch um and we had a novelty cake and uh so there was another event that happened. And, uh... Yes, one of our friends is extremely crafty and creative. And she sewed this person-sized body pillow shaped like a carrot for our friend. And it's heavy because it's person-sized. <laughs> so when she was ready to go home, we all processed out of the apartment into the street. They live in a, a very busy, densely populated city. So some of us weren't wearing shoes. One person was just wearing a dinosaur onesie. <laughs> and we're trying, you know, our friend's mom picked her up. Uh, so we're all standing in the street hugging and saying goodbye. And this car pulls down the street and he stops and he rolls down his window. And he's like, is that the biggest carrot I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, haha. And he's like, Why? And our friend with cancer yells out, she's such a good liar. She yelled out, oh, it's Carrots and Kazoos. It's a cancer charity. And we heard the tires squeal. And the man has now pulled into the driveway next to us and gotten out of his car. He has exited the car. And he starts to give us his whole life story. It becomes clear that he is drunk driving drunk so he's the villain he's telling us like he's got a family member who works in oncology and he claims to be a veteran and he says all of his friends are dying from burn pit cancer so he really has a connection to the disease and he's getting himself worked up and he's yelling like f cancer this f cancer that and then our friend is like well i you know we're talking about starting a foundation or a gofundme because I just got diagnosed, have a patient. And he is like, for real? And then he high-fives her, and the hand he high-fived her with had a lit cigarette in it. Oh, lovely. <laughs> for someone who has uh, cancer of the lungs, that's that's really, you know, it's really good to have a cigarette At right by her. At this point, she seemed okay with it, and she was just trying to have the experience, so. <laughs> and then he wouldn't shut up. And... Um, you know, we're, we're trying to separate from him politely because um, when a drunk man gets out of his car and comes running up to you, you never know what's going to go down. Mm. So she's, she's trying to go home. She's not feeling great. She's got surgery in the morning. And this guy starts, like, weeping. And he's like, I would like to pray for you. And we're like, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> when he asked that, her mom, who is super Catholic, was like, yes, yes, let's pray. So it's not like at this point we can just be like, get out of our faces. Mm -hmm. She wants to go home. Because now her mom's involved. And she is so excited to be praying with this man in the street. <laughs> so we formed hands in the middle of the street and had a prayer circle. And he prayed a beautiful prayer. He invoked God as the great physician. And he is like melting. He is crying so much. And I have his one hand, and my brother has his other, and I was like, 
All right, here's our chance. So as he finishes, I'm like, our friend has to go. She is sick. Uh, it's time to go. And I was like, if it goes down, Skip and I've got him, right? Like we. <laughs> so we managed to get her in the car and him into his car. He was up. He had a woman in the car that he plays with his girlfriend. That I don't think was really his girlfriend. But she was significantly younger and more attractive than he was. Also, he's a drunk man driving a BMW with New Jersey plates through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it was party time for him. Um, but we were trying to hold it in until he left. Drunk, drunk, left. drunk driving for Jesus. We got to the porch, and our friend in the dinosaur suit can't hold it anymore. She's laughing so hard. I think she's going to pee herself. And she's like, did we just get prayed for by Alex Jones' light? Because it is true. The man looked exactly like Alex Jones. <sighs> Was oh, it much man. shorter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, does anyone really know how tall Alex Jones is? So this is yeah. The, when you told me that story, I was just like, "Why?" I, yeah. that, that that was just. Insane. Well, one of the people we were with has these types of encounters all the time. <sighs> yes, she does. She attracts chaos. And I've got this theory about it. Her dad was briefly homeless for a while, and she does kind of attract, like, wayward men. Huh. And I'm like, I think it's your dad, his spirit, because he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying hello. Every time you have an encounter with a man on the street, I think it's your dad saying hello. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drunk driving in a BMW. I want to pray with you. He just had this whole demeanor an attitude where we felt like he seemed sweet and well-intentioned and he genuinely was at least in the moment horrified and sad for a friend which was lovely but also the energy was that at any moment it could have gone south and i would really love for that woman in the car to put something on craigslist i want to find her i want to know what that looked like from her you should perspective. put you should put it you should put it on Craigslist under uh, under a uh, showhole email account. They anonymize your email account. I know, but but you still want to have you know you, you don't want this going to your you know, your primary email just in case. Oh, I don't know. But I have an email account I use for Craigslist. I know. <laughs> I figure that. <laughs> I told one man on Craigslist once he had bad, bad boundaries. Because every day he kept posting this thing about this woman who clearly wanted nothing to do with him. And he clearly kept wanting to bother her. And so finally I got mad for her. Yeah, because you, know you, you know about people with bad boundaries. <coughs> Last night, case in point. <laughs> yeah. He just looks so much like Alex Jones, though. 
I wish I had an Alex Jones scream I could insert in here somewhere, but yeah. I don't have it right now. And You know what, though? The people who needed it, she had a great night. Her mom was thrilled to have a random street preaching man, <laughs> possibly a fake drunken veteran, pray for her daughter. You know, <laughs> the people who needed it the most, they got what they needed. Something else. So who's to say he wasn't a drunken angel sent to us? <laughs> because you know what? That's exactly who it gets sent to you. In the form of Alex Jones life. I mean, yeah, that, that would... I mean... I cannot describe how weird it was. Like, he just kept... It was like we were in improv and he was yes-anding us. It was like, okay, we need to go. Yes, and... I'm going to do something even more crazy. Just huh. pulling over and getting out of his car. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. <sighs> do you want to split this other egg roll? Mm -mm. You eat that. I will... I will be glad to eat this other egg roll. Because I do enjoy a good egg roll. So I'm sorry you weren't <clears throat> there to witness the um, street preaching. Oh my god. I know you were a little jealous. Dear god. It was a really nice prayer. I have to say, his um, delivery was very aggressive and startling. <laughs> the, the words themselves were beautiful. What do you expect from someone that looks like Alex Jones? I expected him to be less coherent, but he really, man, he nailed it. Um, I would have loved to hear the conversation when he got back in the car. Yeah, you definitely got to put that up on uh, Craigslist and just see what you get. Hmm. Sorry, I'm chewing. Um, I got the perfect way to, uh, you know, I don't have the title yet. Um, actually, maybe I do. Maniac Street Preacher. Uh, you you were drunken in a BMW. I was one of a group, uh, not the one wearing the dinosaur onesie. So we had um, a discussion afterwards, like if things had turned and we had to fight this person. Choose your fighter in our group. We have a woman with fluid-filled lungs and a tumor who weighs about 90 pounds right now. We've got two siblings recently neutered with stitches. Mm. We've got a woman who's in decent shape but who was at that night suffering back pain and could not even like twist. We had a woman in her mid-60s to early 70s and then the only person without some kind of 
<laughs> infirmity in the group. I was wearing a dinosaur. The dinosaur. smallest of us all was wearing a dinosaur onesie. All like five foot two of her. <laughs> she would have been the one to have to fight Alex Jones like. And she would have won. I don't put it past her. So. There was the very real fear that someone else could have come like careening around and whacked us with their car, but <laughs> that would have made for an interesting ER visit. <clears throat> um, hold on, I think I have part of the conversation here because yeah, wrong one. Yeah, I'm not gonna bother. But it was something like uh, she was saying, you know, if I if I die. I'm going to die in the middle of the street wearing a dinosaur onesie with no pants on underneath. It was too hot to wear pants on Why would you? Your onesie's your jammies. It's your jam mm-hmm. jams. Well, my brother wasn't wearing shoes. Did he have an ice pack down his pants at that point? Yes, he did. He At one point, he had reached down his pants and whipped out an ice pack like a horrible Mary Poppins bag. That's awesome. And I didn't know he had an ice pack down his pants that whole time, so it was the funniest thing. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, Heartburn Honeys, where you never know what you're going to hear. <sighs> yeah, and, I mean, that was a random Tuesday night. It wasn't even that late. <laughs> it was like 8 o'clock. with how quickly she came up with that lie. That was <laughs> amazing. She's, she, it was deadpan delivery, too. It was so good. Um, by the way, everyone, um, I'm going to send out Christmas cards this year, and I'm going to make a donation in your name to Carrots and Kazoos, the cancer charity. Well, we were talking about giving her a GoFundMe. <laughs> Can you call it Carrots and Kazoos? Yeah, the kazoo thing's a, a bit of an inside joke that has to do with um, a terrible ex-boyfriend. But I swear, that, that thing does not look like a kazoo. It looks like... He, um, for a while, his thing was... And to be fair, he is a very good woodworker. <laughs> but his thing was artisanal kazoos. Yeah. <laughs> he made a guitar, and it was gorgeous. Like, he's... He's got some skills, but uh, is underachieving in gaslighting. So we've sort of been referring to her tumor as the kazoo. Mm. It makes her wheeze. It's organic. Mm-hmm. She grew it herself. <laughs> Yeah, that might be her GoFundMe name. I mean, it's going to have to be. Also, oh, I forgot. Oh, crap. So, um, we did feel kind of bad for giving him a fake charity because he was so into it. So, our friend in the dinosaur onesie said, oh, well, I do volunteer for an actual up-and-running cancer charity for children if you're looking to donate money. Because she's like, we're going to get some money out of this drunk man. And she tried to give him... The special spaces mm-hmm. info, but he didn't know how to use his phone. He's like, what is that, like an app? <laughs> yes. 
So he didn't understand how to go to Google on his phone. So he handed me his cell phone and I should have like figured out what his name was. But I didn't. I was honest. And I typed in and I got it to the donation page and I gave it back to him. (laughs) So it would be hilarious if he actually showed up at the fundraiser tomorrow. How old is he? Probably about your age. He was a veteran, uh, he said, from Afghanistan. So, yeah, that would put him between my age and your age. He looked too old to be 40, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get all the nutcases. That's weird. Well, no. No, Knowing who you're friends with, and, you know, you've already said it, she attracts them. Well, we all attract our fair share of kittens. It's true. And you made a good point yesterday. You said, who's going to approach me? Hmm. Because you're six foot seven. Mm-hmm. So you probably have fewer chaotic transactions because people are going to be on their better behavior with you. People think I'm the chaos bringer. Yeah, yeah, you do Boy. have that built-in protection. Why they don't know. <laughs> I am not the chaos bringer. People come and tell me weird crap all the time. I have been told I've got that kind of face where people <laughs> will just tell me stuff and I'm like, why would you tell me that? Why are you doing this? <laughs> hmm. Where I look safe and bland. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping the dress for tomorrow night is more towards the casual side than anything because I kinda like to wear my guardian's shirt. The one that you love so much. I don't know, I think they're just going to be happy if we're there. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be fine with it. But, you know, we'll ask her anyway, just to find out. Make sure it's not a black tie affair. I don't think a black tie affair would start at 5 p.m. True. Also, it's Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's got black tie affairs. It does, but Cleveland black tie is kind of like, it's like one step above Kentucky black tie. Um, opening night at, opening night at Severance Hall is usually black tie, but that's also, that's usually also special invitation only. Yeah, I've been to some, I went to a party at the art museum that was, you know, much more formal. Mm Mm-hmm. But it did not start at 5 p.m. Right. Oh, so. Yeah, I think they're just going to be happy if we mm-hmm. are there and spend a little money. And support our friend who just got this assistant director role. Make her look real good. Mm-hmm. We'll try not to have any chaotic encounters with Alex Jones. Although if you do, I'll be there. 
That man handed a total stranger his phone. Maybe I'm the villain in this story. <laughs> for not trusting this man who clearly had a lot to say about not liking cancer. <laughs> well. And I ask this seriously, you know, all these people who say F cancer and all that, it's like, it's not, it's, it, it's not really a, like, who, who does like cancer? No, but he said he had a, a family member working in pediatric <laughs> oncology and he said he had I, veteran I friends dying of it as a direct result of the burn pits, so. I have, I have a friend who, I have a friend who just who just died of cancer. I know plenty of people who have. And yet, you know, I, I think it should go without saying that, you know, cancer sucks. It does. And nobody, nobody really likes it. You know, it... So to, to have to say it to me is like... Unnecessary? Because nobody, nobody's saying... I mean, who out there is saying, hooray cancer? Possibly the people getting paid for the cancer treatments? <laughs> no. Oh no. The people who are making money making the machines that deliver the chemo medication? No, they don't like it either. We will always have disease, but uh, that particular collection of diseases is so... Because I've, I've had this discussion... Intrusive. I've had this discussion before. They're like, "Well, what? What if? Uh, well, look, look, look how much you know. You know, look how much money will be lost if they cure cancer. It's like, no, there will be another disease to you know to go after because we got cancer. Cancer is cancer. Cancer is here because we live longer." So if we, if we eliminate cancer, you know, and say people start living, you know, regularly over a hundred years old, what's next? What, what comes? People were getting it before too. People oh, have I know. been dying of it forever. We've just called it different things. <laughs> it makes me crazy the people who act as though it is one disease, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, I finally got, because somebody I know, um, used to feel that way. And if oh, I, I know, you know exactly you're Yeah, fin about. finally, you know, I finally got them, you know, to. It, it is a spectrum of diseases caused by self-duplication. Mm -hmm. Some of them truly are NBD. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a uh, mole cut off my hip mm -hmm. next week. Oh, it yeah. could be potentially precancerous, <coughs> but if it is, it will be quite different mm -hmm. than what my friend is going through right mm -hmm. now, or what other friends have gone through. Like, every patient is different. That's like any disease, though. People will be like, oh, I hear you have this thing. I know a person who had this thing, and they could do this or couldn't do that. How come you're having a totally different experience, and it's like... Because we probably have totally different mm -hmm. underlying diseases and health histories and other things going on. Who's oh. ever just got one thing? <laughs> Usually you got multiple things going on. <laughs> oh. 
amazing. People are different. Everybody is different. Every treatment plan is different. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. We have to end on a high note. Mm-hmm. Well, we got our flu vaccines. That's a high note. Yes. And, uh, yeah, everyone, uh, go get yours. Go, go get jabbed in the arm. If they hit a nerve, consider it a bonus. We got coupons with ours. Yes. Yeah, they had to bribe you to get a flu vaccine anymore. We didn't even know. We went there because the other place was mm-hmm. was uh, too busy. Mm-hmm. Oh, they weren't taking walk-ins. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and okay, I, I want Jason, somebody... I swear to God. <laughs> no, no, I want, I want the people that, I, I just have to say... We stood in line waiting, and I, you know I'm I'm looking around, you know as I do, and the thing I I did not notice, they they did not have signs saying, uh, no walk-in, you know no no vaccine walk-ins. I normally they do accept walk-ins, but to you know today or you know currently they they're not, and you know. It, it would have been nice to have a sign up that said no no, no walk ins today. I have never seen a sign like that ever. I have. I have seen it at my CVS. They much, said no. A, a much bigger and more populated CVS. But yeah, I mean, but you would think, especially one that's, you know, not as busy, you know, when they suddenly get busy and can't do walk ins, that they would. Say, you know, we're not accepting walk-ins today. Guess I didn't think it was a big deal. We stood there for about five minutes, then went next door. About 15 minutes. <laughs> and if we just walked next door and got a flu shot at a coupon, it was just, You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not going to, like, I'm never going to that CVS again. No. I'm, but I'm saying, you know, common courtesy. If you're too busy, just assign. That's all. Send us a vote on Twitter. Is Jason being a boomer or am I having too low of standards for oh. CVS's um, pharmacy vaccine policy? <coughs> Pit us against each other. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, and, and I'm debating. I'm going to have to ask Steph, but... Possibly the photo is going to be of something, and I have a question for it, which I will ask on Twitter. So, uh, anything else? All right. Well, happy snacking, everyone. Later, traders.